0: I've spent some time recently holding hands, the hands of your fellow parishioners and friends who have neared and entered eternal life. Their grips weakened, but nonetheless, that real touch in that moment is something that we need, that we need in that moment and throughout our lives, holding hands. Remember back to being a child. Remember being in love. Remember being a parent. We hold hands with one another to convey care. We hold hands to convey concern or perhaps offer reassurance. Remember the last time you held someone's hand. At weddings, I see people hold one another's hands. It's usually as the spouses look on at the young couple making vows to one another and to God, and they hold hands remembering, reassuring one another that their marriage is real and has stood against the challenges and chances of life, love and care in the human touch. We hold hands, too, for another reason, for safety. You can see this in almost any parking lot, a parent holding a child's hand. Now, sometimes that hand-holding is peaceful. The child delights walking next to mom and dad. Little Little hand holding fast to that strong parent. Perhaps just as often that endearing scene is broken as the child twists and turns and squirms to escape. Why is it that they try to pull and tug? Why is it that they try to get loose? Perhaps they want their freedom and independence. They want to go run around. Now in those moments, parents are stern. If you don't hold my hands, you'll get a timeout. out. And then there's the parents who beg and plead. Please hold my hand. If you let go of my hand and run around, you might get hit by a car. You might get lost in the grocery store. Please. And then there are the parents who try reason. You see that car over there? The driver can barely see over the steering wheel. It's dangerous. You could be hurt. The reprimand, the reasoning, and the begging work sometimes most of the times not so much and yet parents continually reach out to grab their children's little hands to keep them safe in our reading from exodus today we have the account of god speaking words to moses giving the 10 commandments the rules Those rules are the laws given to Moses and the people of Israel, and they abide as moral imperatives for us as followers of Jesus. And they seem fairly simple. They teach us about our duty to God and our duty to our neighbors. In a sense, holding God's hand and holding our neighbors' hands. As we live our lives, we should love and obey God, and bring others to know him, we should put nothing, nothing in the place of God. We should show God respect in thought, word, and deed, and set aside, as you all have this morning, for regular times of worship and prayer and study. With regard to our neighbors, well, we should love them Love them as ourselves and do to other people as we wish them to do to us. We should love, honor, and help our parents and our families and hold their hands when they are in trouble or need. We should honor those in authority and meet their just demands and show respect for the life God has given us. We should work and pray for peace, bear no malice, Prejudice or hatreds in our hearts. We should be kind to all God's creatures. We should use our desires as God intended and be honest and fair in our dealings as we seek justice, freedom, and the necessities of life for all people. We should use our talents and possessions as people who must answer for them to God. And we should speak the truth and not mislead others by our silence, resisting temptations of envy, greed, and jealousy. And we should rejoice. We should rejoice in other people's gifts and graces and do our duty for the love of God who has called us into fellowship with Him. Those are the rules. God gave them to Moses right after he used his right hand to overthrow the Egyptians and free the Hebrew people from slavery. They sound pretty reasonable to me. The Ten Commandments were given to define our relationship with God and our neighbors, and it's straightforward. Yet from the time of Moses and his wandering in the wilderness... To this day, people flat out refuse to follow the rules. Jesus emphasized the commandments, summarizing them, saying, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Rather than simply hold God's hand and reach out to our neighbors we all of us as children of God strain to get away, to be independent. We want to wrestle free from that hand of God. When we do that, we put God's will for our lives as seen through the commandments. We put God's will on the back burner and we turn away from God. Oftentimes when we do so we realize what we've done, and we seek to devote ourselves back to God. In churchy terms, this is called sin and repentance. God's mercy is so great that when we do turn away and refuse to follow God's will for us, we can turn back and find forgiveness. Overwhelming and abundant forgiveness. Forgiveness. That's good news. Many at this point, though, might ask, if we can always find forgiveness when we go astray, what's the point of following the rules at all? Many great theologians have profound and deep ways of understanding the spiritual reality. For me, it's a little simple. Maybe even in some eyes, foolish. God has given us some rules, rules to keep us safely in relationship with him. We can break his grip and run away, seeking our own enjoyment and thrills, and his hand is there to save when we get in trouble. But, but if we keep those commandments, if we hold fast to his word and will for our lives, we walk with God We walk with God and we revel in a relationship whereby we hold God's hand and his heart is filled with joy and our lives stand fulfilled. By holding God's hand and keeping these commandments to love, we grow in holiness And it is a life of fullness and blessing and honor and joy and love in the time we have on earth and even forevermore. It is a life of being not constrained, but of being in a whole and freed relationship. So this day, read and pray the commandments and keep them. God's hand is outstretched, reaching out to you. And that, for you and for me, is wondrous news.